justice on. I want you to analyze this situation here. You understand? Your daddy's not here anymore. everyone, welcome to another episode of What's Wrong With Wrestling. I'm Andrew Pisano, along with Eric Slamilton-Hamilton. Well, I've got to say, uh, I'm a little surprised to be saying this, I think we attended the best Raw in like eight years. <laughs> yeah. What the shit? Like, this was the best Raw since we saw Kevin Owens win the Universal title. Absolutely. And, and really... From start to bottom, that show was trash until the end. Correct. So, like, yeah, I'd rather attend that right. show because yeah. Kevin Owens won the Universal title back in 2016. But from start to finish, this was the best Raw and I don't even know how long. Maybe ruthless aggression? Right. I don't know. <laughs> Zero roll-ups. No roll-ups. Zero 24-7. None of that bullshit. Uh, I no, mean, no, and, like, no, no cringe promos. Right. Like, no silly fart jokes and and burping and throwing up of hot dogs. No wrestlers standing in the ring for 15 minutes while video packages play. Right. Yeah. Like, there was matches. We had good matches. And we had good promos. We had Becky, Seth, Edge all cutting really good promos. Yeah. And and that's the big thing is the matches. The matches. Like, except for one, it was all fresh matchups. Right. Uh, and they were all really good. Yeah. They were all Absolutely. really good. I mean, Mustafa Ali, you, you watch that triple threat match, and it's like, how did Vince keep him off TV for so long? Right. How? Right. Like, I get it. You're, you're not, he's not like Mustafa Ali is going to get pushed to the moon. But no. he does shit that is right. so damn good. It's like, how? I mean, his, uh, his match versus Cedric Alexander that, like, opened... Uh, WrestleMania 34 yeah. in New Orleans was phenomenal. It was right. an amazing match. Yeah. The guy can wrestle his ass off. He can. Yeah. You know, I think, uh, what is it? The Twitter account, WWE Creative Humor, said it best like, oh, wait, we have people that can actually wrestle? <laughs> right. You know? And I, and I rewatched Raw today because obviously we were there and yes i noticed like the presentation's a lot better too like the camera angles it does they don't cut as much that like they used to right like right. in the past any kick or punch or move they would be like camera cut camera cut and they would just cut the camera too much and it would get annoying and i've also noted less less shaking of the camera right right so must uh ali tweeted i know and it's time you know, too. And it's just like all of his highlights from that match. Yeah. Like jumping off the top turnbuckle to the outside to give AJ a tornado DDT. Yeah. It's phenomenal. There's so much. that uh, get it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. No, there's a lot of uh, great spots that were in that match, including the ending. So we're going to get into oh, Raw. Absolutely. We're going to talk about Raw. Oh, not we're going to get down Because that was before SummerSlam. And we're already done. With SummerSlam. So, before we get to Monday Night Raw, we have to thank uh, quite a few new patrons. Yeah. Oh I don't know if it's uh, that 92 Rumble recap. Maybe. Or the SummerSlam recap. Maybe. Or the... Other thing. Sure. <laughs> One of our umpteen thousand brackets. Yeah. Brackets for days. I think it's... I mean, look... You know, obviously our show makes fun of wrestling, but I think people 
are more interested in our show, just like they're more interested in Raw when it's good. Right. Absolutely. When we're not miserable the entire podcast. For sure. You know? Because, I mean, if there's one thing we do, I think we do pretty well. We will acknowledge when it's good. Of course. And it was really fucking good. Really fucking good. Yeah. And there's still things to make fun of because nothing's perfect. Right. You know, you can go watch Goodfellas, the greatest movie on earth, and there's still things you could make fun of if you really tried hard enough. Sure. So there's stuff here. Yeah. Like, Um, I love using that Ray Liotta, like, laughing gif. (laughs) Right. Where he's just, like, way over the top laughing. That's right. It's great. R.I.P. Ray Liotta. Yes. Uh, But, yeah, let's thank some new patrons. Yeah. First, we want to thank Ashley. With an I. uh, With an I. Kilton. uh, Brandon Bear. Dylan Farugia. Andy Kozlowski. Christian Ricardo. Thomas Atherton. Uh, Alejandro Bautista. Bautista! <laughs> uh, and then we have Johnny Horniitis. Oh, that seems familiar. <laughs> Twins! Yeah, Johnny Horniitis. Uh, I think that's a disease you get after he fucks you. Right. After, <laughs> after Vince just passes him over to you. Oh, well, you have Horniitis. Sorry, Bree. And then we have uh, McMahon Helmsley regime. Okay. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, we have three, 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 three? year subs. Three, three people that did year subs on our Patreon. So a huge shout out to uh, Jonathan Ramos, <laughs> William Cotterell, <laughs> and then Matt the Mailman Shelton. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, look, there's so much content on there. You know we're going to keep churning it out. That's right. If you want to save some money, you know you're going to be here for a while, do a year sub. Yeah. There you go. If not, five bucks a month, cancel any time. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we already actually have Orion the Mailman who signed up, like, just last month. Ryan and Matt told me Ryan actually got Matt involved. They both work together. I guess they're both mailmen. That's the tag and, team. And Ryan told Matt, and they both signed up on Patreon. So how awesome is that? That is awesome. We have two mailmen on our Patreon. Yeah. Friends telling other friends. That's how podcasts get big. Yeah. It's all word of mouth. Yeah. So if you want to be like these mailmen and all these other fine people, go to patreon.com slash what's wrong with wrestling. Go check out the SummerSlam recap to see us bust nuts over... Io Shirai's main roster debut. Yeah. Dakota uh, Kai coming back. Well, I mean, technically, we're going to do that. We're going to do that here as well, too. yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the Lesnar-Reigns uh, match was great. Uh-huh. With the uh, the ring collapsing, or... That was great. Erecting. Erecting. That's a better word for it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Go to patreon.com slash what's wrong with wrestling. Josh and I also reviewed uh, Ric Flair's last match, which was also hilarious. And the so, roast of Ric Flair. The roast of Ric Flair as well. Yeah. Which was hilarious for different reasons. But Basically, yeah. you roasted the roast of Ric We did Flair. roast the roast. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 was, it was very... A lot of it was really bad, but there were some good jokes in there, too. So, yeah. Go to Patreon and check it out. All right. Raw opens with Big Time Becky Lynch. Big Time Bex. I think I could be the ring announcer. I could do that. You, you sure could. Yeah. So, you, can you do the rated R superstar? Superstar. There you go. So Becky has a, uh, her right arm in a sling because she suffered a separated shoulder in her SummerSlam match. Basically, when Bel Air was giving her the glam slam, 
Becky landed on her right shoulder. Yeah. Ouch. So, but she finished the match, and they still had uh, one of the best matches of the night. Absolutely. It was the, the opening match and then right. Lesnar and Reigns. They were both great. Would you think this is better than their WrestleMania match? It's hard to say. I was there live. We were there live for Mania. We weren't live at SummerSlam. They were both. I, I mean, I'm sure both got an A rating. Right. Like I mean, they're just us. really good in the ring. They're, I think they're the top tier of the women's division. Yep. You know? It's, yep. It's true. I mean, best women's feud in a very long time. For sure. Very long time. Yeah. And, and it all, again, it all started with that, you know, squashing of Belair that everyone hated. Um, and, and everyone's, you know, skeptical because it's WWE and this is usually what they do. Yeah. yeah. They like, they usually fuck it up because Kofi never got his rematch against Brock. No. It's not like Kofi ever got redemption against Brock. Right. But Belair got redemption right. against Becky. Like, I feel like kind of silly because we bitched at it so much, but this is long-term booking. Yeah. And I feel like this has made Bianca an even bigger star. Of course. Beating, Be- beating Becky twice in one year. Yeah, I mean, geez. Definitely. So Becky says, at SummerSlam, I finally remembered who the hell I am. And it ain't the fancy clothes. It ain't the constant need for glory. Here we go. But I am reminded that I am not defined by one match. No, I define the match. And I am not defined by any title. I define the title. And I will not be defined by any man. I define the man. Oh, really? So, Becky Lynch is once again... The man. Is she going to be the man? Is this because Ric Flair finally retired? Proving. Well, no. He <laughs> That match, he proved he is not the man. He's not the man. No. Okay, Becky, you can take it. Right. Yeah. So then Becky says she wants to give credit to Bianca Belair for pushing her to be the B-E-S-T that she can be. That's true. So Belair comes out and tells Becky, you're uh, not, you not only define the man, you are the man. And they hug again, and Becky says, hold it down, B, I'll see you soon. So Becky walks to the back, and Belair uh, talks about how hard she worked to gain Becky's respect. And uh, Belair brings up Bailey and her new friends. And then we go backstage, and this is another new thing that I like. And it's really not new, it's just this is what they used to do in the Attitude Era. And the ruthless aggression era is is someone getting attacked backstage. Oh, look, we're already there. The cameraman's been there the whole right. time. The running up. Yeah. This time the cameraman, you, we just see him. You know, all we see is like someone running with a camera. Yeah. And then eventually he gets there and we see Bailey, EO and Dakota beating up Becky. And uh, Bailey uh, hits Becky's arm with a steel chair. And then uh, Belair runs to the back, but Bailey, Dakota, and EO are all gone when she gets there. And Belair checks on Becky, and she's like, "You okay? You good?" It's like, "No, probably not good." No, no, no. I steel think my chair. Ar- my arm's broken. Steel chair. Steel sure. chair to her already separated shoulder. Right. It's probably not good. That was kind of funny. Uh, then later backstage, Shara Schreiber asks Becky, uh, or I'm sorry, she asks Bailey, uh, "Why are you targeting Becky Lynch?" And Bailey says, this isn't about Becky. This is about all of us. And you'll see soon enough. Please, And then, show the, me. Uh, then the Usos walk by them. 
And they have a little thing. They're like, hey, what's up? What's up? And they're like, yeah, all right. Well, we'll fuck you girls later. Okay. Yeah. And they're like, oh, what about Naomi? And, and Jimmy's like, oh, what? Uh, Who are you? Who's Naomi? Yeah, right. Who's that? I haven't seen her in months. Right. She yeah. hasn't even been at home either. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so then uh, the Usos talk to Sarah. SummerSlam was business as usual for the bloodline. We don't beat the Street Profits again. Roman beat Brock again. And tonight, the Usos are going to beat the Mysterios again. Again. Yeah. So that could, uh, I know we retired Kyrie. Kyrie Sane, but I could just edit that so that Jey Uso saying, again, again, again. I mean, you and could, could, uh, you could retire uh, rematch after rematch after rematch. That's true, because we do have. You know who wants to see this match again? No! We do have that yeah. for Kofi. The only difference is, like, the thing is, I don't know if we're going to be using the, these buttons right. that much anymore. Right. That's the thing. We might have to get some, like, new positive uh, sound, uh, sound yeah. buttons. I know. It's weird to think about. More positive sound clips on the board. I mean. Oh, we're going to replace Cassius Ono with what? I forgot what it was. We talked about it last week. I mean. Someone remind me. Someone DM me. I mean, let's not get too he- ahead of ourselves, so yeah. MJF. MJ- oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. You fucking mother! Okay, all right! Yeah. I'm sorry. But we'll see, you know? Jeez. I mean, it was kind of funny, right? Ah! Comedy bullshit! Okay. All right. All right, fair enough. Yeah. So next up, we have a uh, video package for the history of the U.S. title, narrated by JBL. This was weird. Uh, it's, well, it, was, it started weird because it started with JBL just saying, America. America. And I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah, right, right. But no, I, I thought it was great because Triple H is already working on elevating the championship. Well, it's the only one on the show. That's true. So he's like, if this is the only <laughs> title we have on the show, yeah. we need to treat it like it's the only title we have on the show. Yeah. I mean, he showed the history of the U.S. title. Dusty Rhodes had it. Booker T. You know, like, all these great stars had the U.S. title. I liked it. Yeah. And Triple H booked two triple threat matches for Raw Uh with the winners facing each other later in that night. And the winner of that match faces Bobby Lashley next week for the United States Championship. Right. That's vintage NXT. For sure. William Regal every month would be like, we're going to have two triple threat matches. Yeah. And the winner of these two will fight each other. And the winner faces Adam Cole for the NXT Championship at TakeOver 30. Or whatever, you know. Or War Games. Or War Games! No, that's, you know. Yeah, he never did. They never defended the title at War Games. No, 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 no. no. So, first, our first triple threat match, we have AJ Styles versus The Miz versus Mustafa Ali. Before the match, Logan Paul cuts an iPhone promo about how much fun he had at SummerSlam, and he can't wait to wrestle again. Whenever the hell that is. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe Survivor Series? Maybe the Rumble. Maybe the Rumble. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'm sure he'll be in the Rumble. Oh, for sure. But no, uh, this match was awesome. Uh, There was a very cool spot where Styles had Miz set up for the reverse DDT. Right. But Ali gave Styles a neck breaker, which caused AJ to reverse DDT the Miz. Uh, Then uh, you mentioned it earlier when Ali jumped off the second rope to Styles standing outside the ring and gave AJ or Tornado DDT. Right. So seeing, seeing the graphic for this match happening. Yeah. Based on what we've been seeing for the past 
year or two. Right. You're like, why the fuck is Ali in this match? Of course. Yeah, that's true. Like, they need someone to beat up. Yeah. But we were shown why Ali was in this match. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. To take, not only to take the pin, but no, to do all this awesome shit that he right. does. Yeah. Uh, later, as Ali was getting back in the ring, Miz grabbed him and gave him the skull-crushing finale. And Ali kicked out. He kicked out of Miz's finisher. Yeah. But that's also because Miz took, like, five seconds to make the cover. Correct. Because he was still selling his ribs from SummerSlam. Yeah. And it's the little things. It is. You know, you can kick out of finishers, but it, that's because it took the Miz five seconds. Right. Just like Montez Ford at, uh, at SummerSlam. Uh-huh. He hit the frog splash, took him, like, five seconds to make the cover kick out. Because he sold it like RVD. Right. Which you should, because you're coming down, like... 15 feet up in the air right onto somebody i mean yeah. you're still gonna be in pain yeah i remember when uh it was an AEW pay-per-view where like ray phoenix jumped off the top of a cage onto uh-huh. some pete onto some guy i think it was the young bucks and then he immediately got up it's like dude you just come on you gotta sell that right <laughs> like imagine like shane mcmahon off the top of hell in a cell yeah he off the hell in a- and then he gets up Woo! <laughs> that was awesome. Let's do it again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, now you guys sell stuff. Uh, the end of the match, though, was incredible. Ali hit Miz with the 450 splash off the top rope, but then AJ immediately grabbed Ali and hit the Styles Clash onto the Miz. Yeah. Styles advances. That Phenomenal. was so awesome. So good. Like, because he hit the 450 splash and Ali's laying there like, I'm going to pin him. And then Styles just grabs him, Styles Clash. He wins. Yeah. It was quick, and it was fucking great. It's like completely out of nowhere. Didn't see it coming at all. No. So Styles moves on. Next up, we have an in-ring promo from Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah. And uh, Seth says, you know, there's a thin line between being gutsy and being stupid, and Riddle has crossed the stupid line more times than I can count. Wait, which line? The stupid line. Oh, right. Stupid, 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 Randy. stupid, 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 no, stupid, 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 stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that was a funny line. Also, when uh, when Seth imitated Riddle uh-huh. uh, saying Randy, you could see me and Eric's silhouettes behind him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. That's going to be my new profile picture. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. If I remember, I'll try to put it on the screen, but yeah. like, it's just me and you. There's Seth's head and then me and you, yeah. right? In, like, next to him. Right. It's hilarious. And then there we are in the crowd as well, but yeah. Oh, nice. No, no us. great shots. Us. Look at us do stuff. Yeah. Um, so Seth then says, with Riddle out of action, I can turn my attention to Roman Reigns. Yes, please. And everyone got excited. But then the Street Profits interrupt. And Seth yells, no, 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 cut the music, no cups, don't say a word, stop (laughs) it! When he said no cups, yeah, that was so good. That was great. And then uh, Seth calls Ford and Dawkins the biggest losers in all of WWE. How many times have you guys lost to the Usos now? One, two, three million, I've I've lost count. (laughs) You guys suck so much as a tag team, you should probably... Break up. All right, so I'll play it again, but the woo! That was me and Eric cheering when Rollins said break up. Yes. But here, listen again. You should probably break up. (laughs) 
And then, so, so we both, we both start cheering. I'm like, woo! Yeah. And then we look around. We're the only people, only fucking people in the cheering. arena cheering. Right. I think I heard a gun cock. Like, <laughs> <laughs> everyone else was looking at us like, the fuck? It's like, yeah. Because we've been saying on this podcast for like right. a year that Montez Ford needs to turn heel and be a singles wrestler. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. So that was hilarious. Uh, Ford says, isn't this the same guy who lost to Cody Rhodes when Cody Rhodes only had one booby? Yeah. And then Seth says, I'd love to stomp one of your heads into the ground, but there's two of you and one of me. It's not really fair. However, <laughs> the Street Profits... <laughs> The Street Profits have a rock, paper, scissors match, uh, but Ford cheats. He just grabs a ref and charges to the ring. Uh, Seth goes for a stomp as Ford slides in, but then he slides back out. That was I like that. That was a that cool was great. moment. That was great. So we have Seth Rollins versus Montez Ford. Right. Wow. And my, my thing about this match is I hope that afterwards... Like people who booed Seth saying maybe you should break up. Yeah. Thought, wow, maybe those two guys cheering are actually right. Montez right. Ford definitely needs to be a super like a single superstar. For sure. The, you know, the Street Profits also Ford also teased it too, because uh he goes, All right, we're gonna do paper rock you were gonna do rock, paper, scissors to see who has this match. It's gonna be the only time you see us apart. Yeah, that's what Ford. So they're teasing it. You don't bring that up for no reason. No, like when you actually have someone in charge that knows what they're doing, like Triple H. Right. You tease things like that. It's right. Foreshadowing, just like you do in a movie yeah. or a TV show. Plant the seed. Plant the seed till it grows into a plant. Then you fuck the plant. Then you fuck the plant. Exactly. Yeah. Seth Rogen. Old virgin. All right, uh, Rollins versus Montez Ford. I don't think we've ever seen the singles match. If uh, we have, I don't remember. S- same, but um, it was it was amazing. Yeah, Ford was so good in the ring. You know, it's it was so refreshing and refreshing seeing him like get to wrestle someone like Seth Rollins, like a top tier superstar. Not like oh, I'm fighting Otis or oh, I'm fighting Chad Gable or. Oh, I'm fighting this Mysterio. Like, no, yeah. like this is like a main eventer yes. that you're wrestling. Right. And you took each other to the limit. Yeah. And you gave an amazing match. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so at the end of the match, Rollins went for a frog splash, but Ford moved. And then Ford went for a frog splash, but yep. Seth got his knees up and hit the curb stomp for the win. Mm-hmm. After the match, Seth was about to hit another curb stomp. But Dawkins ran out, and uh, Seth left the ring. I was hoping that Dawkins didn't run out. Seth curb stomps Ford again, and that's like another seed planted. Right. Like, you didn't fucking save me. Yeah. When Rollins curb stomped me a second time after the match. Right. You piece of shit. It's like, well, you cheated in our game. (laughs) That's right. Exactly. So maybe you got what you deserve. Well, fuck you! <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you throw them through the barbershop window. Yeah. Like all tag teams break up. Correct. <laughs> it's like, we're never breaking up! What's that window? <laughs> yeah. Every tag team in the history of tag teams have broken up, except for the Usos and the New Day. Correct. That's the only two. I mean, the Usos were basically broken up. Yeah. Because one was like... Roman's bitch, have, and the other one's a, like, I'm not going to be the bitch. And yeah. then they're like, oh, yeah, you are. He's like, oh, yeah, I am. 
That's right. <laughs> so, you know, they never really broke up. And no. So it's, it's you know, especially the New Day. <laughs> the Usos, obviously, right now, it doesn't make sense for them to break up until no. Roman's reign comes <laughs> to an end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Until uh, Roman's reign comes to an end. Then you could break everyone up. Sure. But, um, but they won't break up the Usos. Maybe. I mean, that's that's what all tag teams need to do. Okay. The New Day needs to certainly be New Day up. is very long give, overdue. Give, give King Woods his crown back. Yeah. Step one. Right. And then have him start being a dick to Kofi. Like, again. now they're going to fight a heel Viking Raiders. Like, That's they right. fought every tag team so many times. Hey, let's see this Friday. Maybe Triple H will fix everything like he's starting to do on Raw. Hopefully. Hopefully. So next up, we have Alexa Bliss versus Asuka. Uh, this match only went a couple of minutes as Bailey, Dakota, and Io attacked both women. Mm-hmm. And then Io oh gets God. on the top rope. Oh, my God. Dakota hands her a chair. Yeah. And Io's about to do the moonsault with a chair onto Alexa and Asuka. Uh-huh. But Belair runs out. One person. And the bad girls leave. Yeah. And it was like, oh, man, I really wanted to see that. I definitely wanted to see that. Like, that's... That's, I mean, especially the people that haven't watched NXT and have not right. experienced Io Shirai. I'm still getting used to Io Sky. Whatever. Um, it's just a name. It's just a name. And it, at least it, it's not terrible like all these other names. Right, right. You know. But it's like, yeah, that's one of the things she did. Yeah. You know what she also did at War Games? She also put a trash can over her head. On her person. Fu- uh, and then jumped off the, ca- off the top of the cage. And then she also was fighting Raquel... Uh, Rodriguez at the time, and they had like this big skull. No, like, Ru- Kel Gonzalez at the time. Right, Gonzalez. Now, now Rodriguez. Now it's Rodriguez. I yes. got those mixed up. Racist. Racist. <laughs> but they had a giant skull like 15 feet in the air that yeah. Io jumped off to, off of onto uh, Raquel. Right. She's amazing. Yeah. There's I mean, no other woman in the fucking company that would do that. Right. Maybe even wrestling. Like, EO replaced NXT Asuka and then brought it to, like, a new level. Yeah. You know? And, yeah, I get, that's why they call her EO Sky. Yeah. It used to be EO Shirai, Genius of the Sky. That was pretty good, too. I think, right, right. I think a realistic name would still be better. Sure. EO Shirai, but EO Sky is not bad. It no. just, you know, when you go from NXT to the main roster, it's the same show. I mean, it's the same company. It's just a different show, but really it's all the same. Right. So it's like, why are these people have new names when they come here? Right. Like when they made a, a Better Call Saul spinoff, they didn't change Saul Goodman's name. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You go from AEW to WWE or vice versa. That makes more sense. Correct. Yeah. yeah especially WWE because they have copyrights on all the names. Right. But yeah. Um, so Belair then grabs the mic and demands a match against one of them, and then Io gives her like the I see you. Yeah. And I'm like, I yeah. see you too. Right. We'll get to that later. Next up we have Dolph Ziggler versus Chad Gable versus Champa. Yeah. And uh Champa's got new music. Uh-huh. No more no one will survive. Right. You said it sounded like a sound garden. It did. I kind of dug it. It's, it's not bad. It's definitely like not as bad as some of the other like musical reworks. But but the other one was still better. It had the heartbeat at the beginning, and then it right, had no right. one will survive. You know what I mean? Right. That should have been one of Triple H's like first orders of business. Like, right. Get me CFO money. <laughs> no, we broke up. We're not. Uh, we don't like each other anymore. How about if I add another dollar to that? Uh, 
to CFO money. <laughs> right. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. Another dollar sign. So uh, Gable had a nice little promo before the match. She said, I'm going to win both matches tonight and become the United States champion, and I'm not going to cheat like the Houston Astros. And I definitely heard a gun cock. Oh, like, yeah. At, after that. Absolutely. People took that shit personal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't as much heat as Elias uh, and Kevin Owens got with the Seattle Supersonics. No, no. Uh, but still. Speaking of good. Elias, he, uh, That's or right. Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Lo- uh, lost to Omos. On main event. On main event. Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert for the main event. For the people that watch main event. <laughs> the avid main event watchers. Yeah. Oh, first, so first of all, Omos not on Raw. No. Very nice. Yeah. You know, Ezekiel jobs to him. And then what was the other match? Oh, it was uh, T-Bar versus Shelton Benjamin. Right. With T-Bar getting, I think, his first win on the main roster. Absolutely. Also, T-Bar had a lot of ass crack hanging out. Oh, yeah. He, I he think was his, showing his gimmick's a plumber. Yeah, he was showing his coin slot. I kept throwing quarters in it because we were <laughs> right. We right. were close to the ring. I, I I hit like ten in a row. Remember? Yeah. yeah. I was like, watch this. It, it, and this kid was like, holy shit, really? Yeah, it's your prison wallet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he won with an ass crack roll up while holding the ropes. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's another one that needs a name change. For sure. Here comes Dominic Dijakovic. <laughs> I, I tried doing a Dijakovic chant. People were like, who? What? Yeah. Who the fuck is that? Right. So Champa and Gable briefly teamed up, uh, but then shit, because they're the two heels in the match. Of course. But then Champa stopped Gable from pinning Ziggler, and Champa shushed Gable. He was like, shush! Yeah. And Gable's like, no, you don't shush me! Shush! And then Corey Graves said, you don't tug on Batman's cape, and you don't shush Chad Gable. <laughs> that's, that's actually good. That's pretty good. Yeah. And this was also the first match that had a commercial break. Right. The first the first triple threat, no commercial break. Seth Rollins versus Montez Ford, no commercial break. Yeah. I mean, that's how you do it. Right. That's how you do it. You build your show around wrestling because it's a wrestling show. Correct. You don't go to commercial five seconds into the fucking match. Oh, my God. Like, when Vince was in charge... Every match, ring the bell. They wrestle in the in the ring for thirty seconds. Someone goes outside the ring, and then the other guy suicide dives onto him. Commercial, right? That was like how every match was on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. So it's nice to see that we're not cutting the commercial as much for these matches again, <laughs> again. Yeah. Uh, Ziggler super kicked Champa, but Gable threw Ziggler out of the ring to try to steal the pin. But then Ziggler pulled Gable out of the ring. Uh, then as Ziggler was trying to get back in, Champa hit Ziggler with a knee. And in the end, Champa hit Gable with the fairy tale ending. Yeah. For the win. Yeah. Champa. So later to, in the night. Yeah. AJ Styles. AJ Styles. Versus Champa. Versus Champa. Now, we have seen this match, I think, two times in the last couple months because of the feud with the, the Miz. Miz and AJ. But this time it has meaning to it. Correct. Because they want a match, and he want a match, and now they fight each other to see who fights Lashley. Get it? It's just that easy. Who knew? It's really not oh, that hard. Like, props did. to Triple H, but in reality, it's like, it's really not that hard to do. Right. Oh, my God. Think about it. Three matches to decide who the number one contender is. Not to Roman Reigns. No. But to Bobby Lashley, the United States champion. Yeah. Imagine that. 
Wow. Wow, wow, wow. You mean you actually have to do something in order to get a title shot around here? (laughs) Right. It's not just uh, you. I interrupt your promo, and that's what happened. And it's not like a championship contenders match? Yeah, fuck that shit. I never want to see that again. No. So next up, we have an in-ring promo from Edge. Yeah. The rated R superstar. And he got his music back, so everyone likes that. On this day. On this day. Edge thanks the fans for the cheers and says, you know, for the, fast, for the past few months, I've been a bit of an asshole. And again, I rewatched Raw. They did not bleep, asshole. Oh, good. Nice. I like and, it. And, I, and uh, I heard that on Hulu in main event, they did not, uh, they did not bleep T-Bar's asshole either. Oh, really? Yeah, no. It's I didn't. a full, it's right there. <laughs> you can see it. Uh, it looks so, back at you. Hello. So by not bleeping asshole, maybe it was maybe they didn't catch it, but they usually do. Yeah. TV mature coming soon, right? We've heard the rumors. I mean, TV fourteen, you can say an asshole. A TV that was, I'm sorry, TV fourteen is what I meant. Right. Yeah. Uh, so Edge says I created Judgment Day so that I could uh, help underutilized talent see their full potential. Big facts. I felt like we were just getting started. Those first two lines is what Edge would have said on a podcast if he left WWE. Right. Like exactly. those exact lines. And then the third line would be, but then Bruce Pritchard uh, ruined everything. Right. Vince McMahon. <laughs> if only I waited a couple of months. Right. Yeah. We'd still have Judgment Day with Edge. Don't get me wrong. Rated our superstar Edge is the best Edge. For sure. Um, but still, I, I liked, I actually liked, I know a lot of people didn't. But actually, like, I wanted to see where Judgment Day was going. For with sure. With Edge as the leader. Yeah. And it was like, hey, bring on Finn Balor, you know? And then that's, if that's Edge, a stable. If Edge gets into trouble, hey, don't make me sick the demon on you. Yeah. To, like, whoever he's fighting. Right, exactly. It's great. But unfortunately... You could have made Damian Priest actually relevant. Unfortunately, these NDAs came out a couple months too late. Yeah, I know. So... Uh, Edge also says it's time to finish what I created. Finn, Damien, Rhea, I'm going to end Judgment Day. Hmm. It's like, well, you basically already did. Yeah, you did that when they kicked you out. Yeah. It was over. It's already over. Nail in the coffin. Have they won a match since? I don't think so. No. (laughs) Yeah. Next up, we have Bianca Belair versus EO Sky. Before the match, Sarah Schreiber interviews Bailey, Dakota, and EO I'm only bringing this interview up because Dakota said we know how to play the game. Bottom, Get bottom it? left. Get it? I mean, that's some renegade yeah, shit. Yeah. That was how you played Vince's game. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm so happy that I get to watch EO wrestle again. Right. Because I gave up on NXT. Like at the beginning of this year. <laughs> right. You've got now you've got half of your ultimate goal. Right. That's true. There's just one more piece to that puzzle. That's true. Yeah. But please don't change her music. Please don't change her entrance. Oh my god, her music. Seeing her entrance live was awesome. It was. Oh, she's amazing. Yeah. Eo hit a springboard moonsault onto Belair outside the ring. Uh Corey accidentally said Shirai, and then he was like, Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Eo gave Belair a hurricane run off the second rope. Eo later hopped off the apron to go for another hurricane runner. Yeah. But Belair caught her and swung her into the barricade. That was insane. Yeah. I haven't seen a spot like that in a while. Right. And then Belair was about to throw Eo back in the ring, but Bailey and Dakota were sitting on the apron. 
So Alexa and Asuka come out to back up Bel Air. Uh-huh. And it made sense because they were attacked earlier. Correct. They didn't just back her up for any random reason. No. There was meaning to it. Um, then later, EO tried to roll up Bel Air with her feet on the ropes, but Alexa pushed them off. And uh, the match ended in a no contest because all six women ended up brawling in the ring. Right. And in the past, this would have resulted in a six-woman tag match when we come back from commercial. Right. But they didn't do that. Or EO would have taken a clean loss. Clean loss. On her debut. On her debut. This protects Bianca. Yeah. It protects EO. That's right. You know, you can't help all that chaos. Oh, for sure. I thought 100% EO's losing this match. Yeah. Like, for sure. It's just ingrained. Yeah. But then officials run out to break them apart while the crowd chants let them fight. Yeah. So it was great. We might have a six-woman tag next week. Sure. But at least it's a six-woman tag we haven't seen a hundred times. And then, or instead of that, give me Dakota Kai versus Asuka. Yeah. With, uh, you know, have all the other people ringside. Mm Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Next up, we have Champa versus AJ Styles. Kevin Patrick interviewed Champa and Miz before the match. The takeaway, and again, it's like before you could, if you're watching Raw, you could just skip all these backstage interviews. They're all pointless. Right. And I feel like I'm taking more notes than ever, but the takeaway was Miz saying, Champa, Champa may not have helped me beat Logan Paul, but I will help him beat AJ Styles and Bobby Lashley to become the United States champion. So a little dig that Miz gave to Champa. Right. Once again, planting the seeds of the breakup. Because we all know Champa and The Miz as a team makes no sense. Right. If you've watched NXT, you know this is not the Champa that we all know and love. No. He's the Blackheart. He's fucking alone for a reason. Right. Everyone hates him. Only, only one person could tame that wild stallion. There's only one, there's only one rebel heart that can fix that black heart that is Tommaso Champa. Absolutely. You fucking mark! You fucking mark! If only we could put music <laughs> to it. You fucking mark! Oh my god. Yeah. Can oh, you man. imagine when Johnny Gargano comes back? Yeah, I can't wait for uh, DIY to beat the Usos at WrestleMania for the tag titles. <laughs> we were, we've been like, why? Because Johnny left in... Johnny's contract ran out in December. Yeah. And then Dave Meltzer said that Johnny Gargano was debuting on AEW... Um, I think they had a, a Cleveland show January, like the end of January. Uh huh. And he was like, and Dave Meltzer was like, "Yep, uh, Johnny Gargano's going to debut at the Cleveland show." Yeah. And then, and obviously, that never happened. He's been a free agent for eight months. He has, and and as far as we know, he has not signed with AEW. God, I hope not. I hope Triple H called him and was like, "Hey, just just hang in there, pal. I Enjoy mean, that baby. Everyone, Enjoy that uh, baby boy." Everyone was kind of like freaking out because uh, Gargano did like a uh, a video package for yeah. Impact right. as part of uh, uh, was it Chris Sabin or Alex Shelley? I don't, I don't remember. One of the Mo- Motor City Machine Guns is getting like a title shot. Yeah, this is like his first time ever. He's been wrestling there for a way over a decade. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Johnny. Oh, Johnny. Come back to us. Uh, so Booker T was on commentary for the match, and I watched it back. Booker T didn't say anything, like, stupid. Yeah. Like, I was getting my phone ready. I'm like, here we go. This is when Booker T gives us an audio clip 
But he was like Booker T was really good, and and I'm sure Booker T could or could if he wanted to, but he should replace Byron Saxton permanently. He really should. Byron still has nothing to say. No. And Booker T brings energy to the commentary. Brings room. energy. He brings knowledge. He brings entertainment. Byron brings yeah. nothing right. like that. But I don't know if Booker T wants to keep traveling, you know, every week. Right. So I mean, it would just be once a week, you know. Well, let's call him up. All right. Josh yeah. has his number. Yeah. Call him right now. Why hasn't he ever been on the show? <laughs> exactly. Uh, so Styles went for the phenomenal forearm, but Champa countered in midair with a knee strike. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, later, AJ hit the Styles clash and went for the pin, but Miz put Champa's foot on the rope. Right. And uh, everyone was booing. Me and Eric were clapping at that point. Yeah. Uh, so AJ went after the Miz and threw him over the barricade, and then Champa threw Styles over that same barricade, and Styles almost got countered out because Miz was holding his leg. I thought that was good. Uh, but AJ barely got back in the ring in time, but Champa hit Styles with a knee strike, and then the fairy tale ending. One, two, three. Buster not. Oh. Yeah. Right. My And I mean, God. if you've ever watched wrestling for more than five minutes, you know that good guys have to fight bad guys. Right. Champa's a bad guy. He's going to fight Lashley. He's yes. a good guy. Can't have Styles Lashley. There's no bad guy there. Right. Even with. Plus, if you have Styles Lashley, people will be cheering Styles over Lashley. And for they sure. clearly don't want that right now. Yeah. But huge night for Champa. Two victories. Now, give him back his first name. Correct. Next week, Tommaso Champa. You know what they should do is next week, he beats Lashley for the U.S. title. Is that match next week? Next week. Okay. And they go, and new United States champion, Champa. And then he goes, grabs the mic from the ring around, sir. No, no, no. The Blackheart, Tommaso Champa. Oh, that'd be great. He starts coming out with no music again. Oh. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> well, you got to do something terrible. For that, oh well, like yeah, murder that's... Johnny Gargano. Eh, that could be arranged. That could be arranged. <laughs> <laughs> so backstage, Kevin Patrick interviews Lashley, and Lashley puts over Champa. He's like, you know, he was really good. He's dangerous, mm-hmm. but he says he'll still give him a reality check and put him in the hurt lock next week. So Triple H is in charge, right? Champa, if anyone is a Triple H guy, right, right, it's Champa. Mm-hmm. Does he do it? I think what could happen is this ends in DQ because of the Miz, uh-huh. like trying to interfere to help Champa win, and then maybe Champa wins at Clash of the Castle. Okay, because I mean that'd be a huge win at a pay per view, bigger stage. Yeah. All right, Eric. Okay, Eric. You want you want to bet Joe's two dollars? <laughs> All right, I can, I can, I can be down for that. Right, right. All right, all right. We'll Maybe. see. I hope so. I mean, if he wins, fuck it, fuck it, rock and roll. Let's Let him start it. feuding with the Miz immediately. Yeah, I mean, they, and then have they them do. fight at Clash I mean, of the Castle. Yeah, Champa's a heel, so even if it is on a pay per view, it's it's a it's a big win, even though it's a heel win. But they need something to change hands because SummerSlam did not. Look, SummerSlam was a good show, but no titles changed hands. No, none. Not one. Um, and Clash at the Castle, the title's not going to change hands. Like, Roman Reigns is not losing. No, sorry. 
So a title does need to change hands at that pay-per-view. Right. Yeah, and, you know, like, looking over my scorecard, that was one of the reasons I picked Becky to win. Because yeah. I'm like, no other title is changing hands here. Yeah. One has to. Right. I, I was wrong. Well, we can't, we can't all get every single SummerSlam match correct. You know, like, we can't all predict every SummerSlam match correctly. I did, and that's why I'm still the champ. <laughs> I'm the champa. Anyways, uh, next up we have the main event. We have the Mysterios versus the Usos for the uh, undisputed tag titles. You know who wants to see this match again? Nobody! This was the only match I didn't want to see. Yeah. Since we've already seen it too many times. A year ago, the Usos beat the Mysterios at Money in the Bank to win these tag titles. Right, right. And it seems like this match was made for one reason and one reason only. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Usos retained with the 1D on Dominic. After the match, the Judgment Day attacked the Mysterios. Rhea uh, chokes Dominic out with her legs, which is not a bad way to die. Bottom bottom left. <laughs> yeah. I just find it hilarious that every single time Rhea beats the shit out of Dominic. Right. It's hilarious. Yeah. I kept looking to see if he's getting like a fear boner. <laughs> Chubbing up. He died hard. <laughs> die hard. Uh, the autopsy revealed that Dominic did indeed die with a boner. <laughs> it's still head, there. <laughs> his head was on Ripley's vagina. Yeah. Uh, so then Edge runs out for the save. Edge goes for a spear on Balor, but Balor moves out of the way, and Edge spears Dominic by mistake. No, Rhea pushes Dominic into oh, okay. Balor. Right, 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 right. Somehow. Sure. Yeah. She pushed him with, like, that much force. Yeah. And that sent him flying into Balor. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's how the show ends. Uh, Judgment Day, Edge, and all that. Yeah. I like that, because I thought for sure Balor was taking that spear. Right. But they got one over on them, so that was good. Because even if good. you are going to bury the Judgment Day, you don't want to fucking just come out there and right. completely murder them. No. You have to set up a match. Yeah. And obviously it's going to be Edge a six- versus Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Obviously it's going to be a six-way, and I don't know what they're going to... Now that... You know, we've had, over the past few years, we've had women getting, you know, being involved with men and actually, you know, like Nia Jax got RKO'd. Yeah. She even got the 619. Right. Becky Lynch took the end of days to to Corbin. Right. But like, you you know, like as far as like punching a woman in the face, I don't think we're going to go there. No. But with Triple H and Shards, I feel like you could have Ripley in this six-person tag match and have Dominic... You know, fighter because Dominic's always gotten his ass kicked by her, right? Right. Or maybe they injured Dominic and Beth Phoenix. You know, <laughs> helps out. You know, yeah. Eh, that could be cool. That'd be fine too. Yeah. So there you go. That's the end of Raw. Now let's pull. Let's talk about the rating because it's after SummerSlam. Correct. It's a fresh start. It is. This was their highest number. Would you like to take a guess? The last time Raw, the, like the last Raw that had a bigger number than, than last night. I'll tell you the number two, ready? Okay. It was 2.3 million viewers, which, which doesn't sound good because, you know, they used to have 6 million, 4 million. Right. But, but like, they've been averaging like 1.6, 1.8. Yeah. Yeah. Like last week, I think it was 1.8. Yeah. But, but it's been like 1.6, 1.7 for the majority of this year. 2.23 million. When's the last? What was the last date that beat that number? 
Just give me a month and a and a year. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll say 2020 pre-pandemic. That's exactly it. Really? It was March 16th, 2020. Holy shit! Yeah. And that was like a wow. 2.4. This is the highest number since the pandemic. Wow. Word of mouth got out after SummerSlam. Right. Hey, SummerSlam was pretty awesome. Yeah. Let's see what Triple H can do on Raw. Right. 2.23 million. Well, it was funny because uh, Kat Dennings tweeted out like, Right. Watching my first SummerSlam, pray for me or something. Yeah. And then like afterwards, she's like, I think I like WWE now. Right. So thank you to Kat. De- uh, what was her last name? What's Kat her? Dennings. Yeah. Thank you to Kat Dennings' boyfriend who uh, got her to watch uh, wrestling that yeah. week. I think she's married to Andrew WK. Really? Or she was. I don't know if they're still together. They were like recently, like within the past year. They wow. Were married. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew WK. Body, 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 body. Partner Kat Dennings. It doesn't say wife. It just says partner oh. on Wikipedia. Let me see. Yeah, I don't know. It just says partner here. Okay, well, they're together. So maybe Andrew WK is a big wrestling fan. Uh, yeah, I, I I believe that. Yeah. He looks like one. Sure. So, yeah. Thank you, Andrew WK, for getting Kat to watch, uh, to watch wrestling. Absolutely. That was pretty cool. Yep. But that's a good start. Let's see if the number goes up next week. Sure. Why not? Instead of down. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope. And then, you know, then you get the three million, then you get the four million. Who knows how big it could get. Get back to where we were. So, all right. That's all for Raw. Great episode. Yeah. Let's give some awards. You know, it's going to be... It, it was... let. For the first time in a forever, uh-huh. it was actually difficult to pick worst awards. It was. It actually was. So you, for, and you'll see it in mine. So for worst dress, I really had to think about it. But then I, I remembered the mullet. Uh-huh. And I picked Dominic Mysterio for worst dress. There was a guy in the crowd horribly dressed as Peacemaker. So I went with that. <laughs> that was my worst dressed. Uh, best dressed Bianca Belair in her street clothes when she first came out in that dress, the one-legged pantsuit. Yeah, that was good stuff. So hot. Worst acting was the crowd. The crowd, yeah. <laughs> and I'll tell you why in worst comment. Yeah, um, people were tweeting us saying that the crowd was dead, and I didn't notice that when no, we were there. Neither did I. Um, it wasn't certainly the hottest crowd ever. Right. I would say it was like an average crowd. Right. My worst acting was Dominic. He only said two words, but he's still terrible. Yeah, he is. Best acting? Uh, Seth Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins. No cops! Yeah, no cops. Uh, worst comments? The crowd would not stop chanting tiny balls. Tiny balls. To Miz. Well, yeah. Every we had, we had... time he was there. That's all they in, would In Miz's triple threat match. Tiny balls in Champa's. Then even more so in in Champa versus Styles. Yeah, Tiny if you can believe that, Tiny, just because Miz was ringside. Right, right. It's like God enough, and it doesn't help that Miz Miz's new ring gear right on his fucking crotch mm. says my balls are massive. Yeah, they're really leaning into it. They really are best Lean, leaning into those balls. Leaning into those balls. Best comments. Uh, best comment. Uh, Becky Lynch calling herself the man again. That's pretty good. Yeah. I'll go with Seth saying you guys should break up. 
Okay, because like mainly because you can hear us going, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Best comment is woo. Right. Worst match. Uh, so I had trouble with this. Right. I I ended up going with Alexa versus Oscar because it was only like two or three minutes, and then it got interrupted. Right. You know. Yeah. Because uh, I don't think they've really fought. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's it's probably been a while. I got Usos Mysterios just because it wasn't bad. I just don't want to see that anymore. Right. I, I that was my slow mo match. Slow mo. I didn't really have a slow mo, but yeah. Okay. And then best match, uh, I went with Ali Styles and Miz. Same. I mean, both triple threats were great. Styles versus Champa was great. Belair Eo was great. That was great too. It ended in a DQ. Yeah. And whereas this match had an amazing ending, like a pay per view main event worthy ending. Absolutely. Yeah. Worst move? I didn't really have one. I didn't really have one. How about Eo not doing the moonsault? There you go. Eo not doing the moonsault. No, because then when we do. Well, no, it's fine. That's fine. But now at the end of the year, when our our fan that keeps the awards is like, well, you guys picked Eo for worst move here. But no, it's fine. Right, yeah. Uh, best move? You gotta specify because she didn't do a moonsault with a it's chair. It's okay. She's not gonna win worst yeah. move like, it's like, any more time. It's like John Oliver calling his show, unfortunately, not a guy exploding through a table. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, best move? That 450 to the Styles Clash on yeah, the Miz. Of course. That was so good. Worst moment or segment? Worst moment was the crowd chanting tiny balls constantly. It really was. It was. It, it got to the point where it was just annoying. Yeah, there was really. There was. I mean, about the show, about Raw, there was nothing that I really was annoyed with. Yeah, like Logan Paul's promo was douchey, but but you know, it wasn't like, like right. stupid either. No. You know, no twenty four seven title. Yeah. Just fade that into you know obscurity. Right. Right. Or just have Mick Foley be like, hey, I brought something else. Hardcore belt. (laughs) Whoops, I had brought the wrong one a few years ago. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And just obviously don't involve any of the people that have been involved with the 24-7 title. Correct. And it would just be like, oh, it's the same thing, but it's the hardcore title. Correct. Get some actual talented people to go after that shit. Best moment? Uh, The return of Champa. (laughs) Yeah. Champa I mean, winning. Champa winning twice, especially yeah. the second time. He's back. He's back. I mean, again, now that Triple H is in charge, does that main event raw next week? Probably. Probably, right? It's the title. It match. has to. As long as Roman Reigns isn't there, which he probably isn't. Probably won't be. And they have I don't know if they've advertised anything for SmackDown yet, so we don't even know if Roman Reigns is gonna be at SmackDown. Right. Yeah, but, like, usually they'll advertise, start advertising like on Thursday or something. Yeah, but you would hope so. Right. I mean, he needs to be there. Yeah. Jesus. You want to bring up Becky Lynch's tweet while we're talking about Roman Reigns? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, WWE sent out a tweet, and it shows Roman with both belts, and it shows Becky with both belts. And it said, uh, or this was WWE on Fox, and the caption was, who did it better? Right. And Becky Lynch quote tweeted it saying, me, I showed up to work. <laughs> that's right. And that's just like the perfect answer. True that. Yeah. She only had those both. You only had those two belts for like a month, though. Right. Also, uh, not a shout out to at TNA for sale, who replied, you're going to be here at Raw next week, Bex. Well, that's yeah, that's pretty dumb. Yeah. I mean, I mean she's injured. On. Injured guy. Yeah. Read the room. 
All right, let's get to breaking news. Yeah. So Triple H was on Logan Paul's podcast. Um, I think it was like the night after SummerSlam or the night before is when they filmed it. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, Triple H said, they asked him, actually, Logan Paul was like, no, I think it was Logan Paul's friend. I saw the clip. He was like, what did you say when you heard that Logan Paul was coming to WWE? And Triple H uh, went, I said, who the fuck is that? So I thought that was pretty funny. (laughs) And I actually want to watch that entire interview because Triple H is so good on podcasts. Yeah. Like, I, I still remember him going on Jericho's podcast many years ago. Right. And he told, like, his entire wrestling career, like, how he started out when he got to WCW and the whole terrorizing thing. Yeah, exactly. It's so good. It's one of my favorite podcast interviews ever. Yeah. And uh, he also talked to the media before SummerSlam. Like, in the arena, and I I like how transparent he is. It's the exact opposite of Vince McMahon. Right. But, like, he still still held some things, you know, close to the vest. They were like... You have to. He was like, well, you know, we're going to make some changes. And they were like, well, what changes? And Triple H was like, well, you're just going to have to wait and see. It's like, yeah, well, you're certainly not going to tell the media that fucking Dakota Kai and Io Shirai are coming out tonight. Right, exactly. But I like seeing Triple H in interviews. Yeah. Also, Bobby Lashley told Fightful that a bare-knuckle boxing company approached him about fighting Mike Tyson. Oh, my God. And he says he's interested. Oh, God. <laughs> no, Bobby, no! But, like, bare-knuckle boxing? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Who yeah. would win that? Because Mike Tyson's old. He's old as fuck. But he's certainly, you know, he, but he is old. Yeah. Uh, and Bobby Lashley has MMA experience. Right. That could be interesting. I would imagine Lashley would win just because he, I'm sure he has he can way more better than punch. stamina. Yeah. Well, it's still boxing, but right, uh, he has way more stamina than Mike Tyson. Yeah. And then uh, on the late on the latest episode of his podcast, Freddie Prince Jr. spoke about his time as a member of the WWE creative team, and Freddie said, "You could pitch for like 20 minutes, and then Kevin Dunn would be like, well, I don't think she's pretty.'" And then all of a sudden, six weeks of story would just be gone. Our champ has to be pretty. Yeah, it makes that sounds like Kevin Dunn. And I guess he's it's he's allowed to say that now that Kevin Dunn is most likely on his way out. Right, exactly. Um, he might already be, and we just don't know it yet. Um, good, good riddance if he is. Yeah. Also, Freddie Prince Jr. hosts the new Rivals show that's on A&E. Oh, yeah? Where they talk, you know, they had okay. The Rock and Austin's episode, and that yeah. was really good. He was also talking about starting his own wrestling like, promotion. Yeah. Yeah, we have enough, I think. Yeah, I think so. You got anything for news? Uh, yeah, I, I have just something quick. Uh, speaking of interviews, uh, Champa had an interview with uh, Wrestling Inc. Okay. And, uh, you know, they brought up, you know, what are the odds Johnny Gargano comes back now that Triple H is in charge? Yeah. And he said, uh, Champa said Johnny left so he could go be a dad. Yeah. For Johnny was like, oh, I have a baby, I have baby Quill, and I have to wrestle full time, or I take a break. And he just took a break. Right. So I don't know. I think the chances of him returning were always good. Maybe they're better now. But regardless, I think he's definitely going to come back to wrestling. Uh, he's still in shape. He still loves it. I'm sure he's still probably one of the best in the world right now. So for him, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. So I think that would be Johnny's best bet is going back to WWE. I think so, too. I mean, before um, before Triple H 
came in, you know, got in charge, I would say, Johnny, go to AEW. Right. Because if, if Vince was in charge, Johnny would be chasing after the 24-7 title uh-huh. on Raw. Correct. And I am so certain of that. Yeah. But now that Triple H is in charge, yeah, Johnny, please, come back please. home. Please, yeah. And don't go to NXT. Just come to the main roster where you belong now. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, let's get to rumors. Rumors! Kevin Owens wins back the Universal title? Maybe! Balor Club to finally get a second member? Too sweet! Brock Lesnar willingly works a full schedule? No chance! Next year's WrestleMania will be in Saudi Arabia? Confirmed! Uh, So WrestlingNews.co is reporting that an agreement has been made for Sasha Banks and Naomi to return to WWE. Hmm. And that makes me happy because I definitely want to see Sasha back. Right. And if it's true, I don't know what they do with those tag titles. For sure. Do they come back and drop them? Because I'm I'm sure Sasha doesn't want to be in a tag team. Probably not. You know? Right. I mean, she could be on SmackDown and be the star. Because, I mean, she can't go to Raw. Raw's got too many. Like, they just yeah. introduced, brought back three new people, basically. Sure, feud with Liv. Sure. Put Liv over a couple times. Yeah. Also, Fightful reported that there was a pitch for the new Bailey stable quite a while ago. That makes sense. But, of course, Vince McMahon rejected it. Yeah. He was like, oh. Poison. That stable's poison. And also, PW Insider says Vince McMahon's name has been removed uh, from everywhere backstage at WWE shows. And that's weird because, like, where would Vince's name be anywhere other than his office? Well, if they put up, Vince McMahon's office. Like, they may put up rules like, don't forget to blah, 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 VKM. Maybe, yeah. You know? Maybe that's it. Yeah. Yeah, Triple H needs to have a meeting soon where he's like... Okay, you can you see this list of all the things you can't say? See how you can't say wrestler? Yeah. Uh, you know you can't say belt uh-huh. or wrestling or any of that. No, you could he just tears up the list. You could say <laughs> title shot. You could say title shot again, please. Yeah. For the love of God, say title shot, because that's what it is. It's not an opportunity. I'm gonna get a title opportunity. I'm gonna get a title shot and win the belt. Yeah. Not a title. I'm not gonna win the title. I'm going to win a belt. A belt. Hold on my pants. I'm going to put on this fucking belt. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Any other rumors? I didn't have any rumors now. All right. Well, let's get into fan questions. Okay. Uh, Spencer uh, Canover. No rematches. No stupid belt. Uh, no Omos. Could this be the turning point? Uh, let's hope so, obviously. Yeah. He says, P.S. Andrew, if he really was your friend of 30 plus years, he wouldn't be getting married WrestleMania weekend. See you in L.A. That's big facts. Yeah, but see, the problem is uh, he didn't choose the wedding date. His fiance did. Wow. And she doesn't care about me or wrestling. Hmm. For now. For now. <laughs> uh, Nathan Bain. I've already tried. I've really already tried. And now I'm actually... Wanting to go to WrestleMania. Yeah. Now that tri- Triple H is in charge. But if the card looks good night two, I'll fucking fly there Sunday morning. There you go. Because the wedding's Saturday. Yeah. Nathan Bain. Just put- pull a, a hangover and like, drive. Oh, my God. 
Would I even make it in time? Sure. Vegas to L.A.? Vegas? Isn't that where they get no, married? No, they're getting married in Austin. Oh, in Austin? Oh, yeah, shit. Okay. <laughs> no. I don't uh, know why I thought you said Ve- it was in Vegas. No, it was never going to be in Vegas. Okay. Nathan Bain put, uh, pushed Fire Barry people to return to WWE. Uh, Johnny Gargano, Samoa Joe, Bray Wyatt. Oh, my God. All of them. Yeah, please. All of them, right now. Do I it. mean, yeah, I'm a huge Johnny Mark. So I guess I would say Johnny, but I also want to see Bray Wyatt. And I also want to see Samoa Joe. Yeah. But at least Samoa Joe has a job. The other two don't. Right. That's true. Chris Dibburn, have you noticed the women getting awful, unnatural dye jobs? Dakota Kai looks like an alien. Uh, who thinks this is unattractive? Uh, not me. No, I think Dakota Kai is still good looking. I don't, I'm not a fan of the gray dye. Okay. But I like, I like the other colors. I mean, you know, I like Sasha's hair color. Becky's been orange for a while. Right. So I'm fine with it. Okay. I just don't like the gray. Not a fan. Right. Uh, but that still doesn't mean Dakota's unattractive. It's true. Omar, uh, okay for reals. What does the phone call sound like from Shawn Michaels to Ric Flair begging him not to do the final match again? Uh, let's start off with Shawn saying, Oh, uh, this is awkward, Flair Taker. <laughs> and I heard that you're going to have uh, the Undertaker and the uh, ringside watching your last match. I'm sure Shawn Michaels doesn't care. Ric Flair already fucking had other matches since. Right, yeah. Even Shawn did, so who Even cares? Even Shawn did, right. Yeah. Nathan Smythe, uh, do you think they will bring back the women's uh, tag belts now that Dakota Kai and Io Sky can keep them relevant? Well, there's an answer. True. For Sasha and Naomi dropping those belts. Right, yeah. Drop it to them. That'd be fine. They finally have that tournament. There you, yeah, that's right. Oh, my <laughs> right? God. Yeah. That's right. They have let down the WWE universe. Mm. So is Roman, right? Yeah. Well, the best was when the Vince allegations come out. And it's like, oh, are they going to say that about Vince tonight? Right. Vince is let down. Uh, Ash Barnes of Trips brings back The Fiend or just Bray at some point. How would that work for you guys booking-wise? I mean, interrupt fucking Roman. Right. Does he come back as like a new character? I'd still want The Fiend. I'd want The Fiend but done right. Right, right. Uh, And yeah, I mean, the only way he's too big of a star. The Fiend was too over. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta fight Roman. Yeah, you know? it's true. And maybe save it for a bigger pay per view, like Royal Rumble or even Main. Who knows? You know. Yeah. David Sagan, how much did Michael Cole hate Vince? He sounds like an abused dog who f- who found a new owner that actually feeds him. That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, Michael Cole's still not great, but he's certainly less annoying than he has been under Vince. Stu the cameraman, push fire bury these choices. Push maximum male models. Fire the 24-7 title. Bury wrestlers' first names. Okay. Fire the 24-7 title. Fire fire the 24-7 title? Yes. Mm. Okay. Yeah, this is confusing when they add push fire bury to the choices. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're also going to bury push. Maximum all right, without, models. I, okay, with all those, I would... And push Barry wrestler first names. Yeah. Push wrestler names. Barry <laughs> maximum, maximum male models fire 24-7. There you go. Uh, Joey, Ju- Jojo, Junior, Shabadoo. I don't want to alarm anyone, but I just discovered that 
uh, WWE's new CEO has been sleeping with a subordinate for years. Oh and the new God. head of creative has been receiving blowjobs from a high-ranking executive. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> That's great. That's hot. They're canceled. Yep. Uh, Ricardo De Los Santos, uh, what do you think? Are the chances of Gargano coming back to reignite the feud with Champa, even if he wins the belt or loses? Sure. I don't think they need to do the feud again. No. We've seen it. I mean... It's done. You could do it in a year or two. You could, but... but the important thing is Johnny just needs to come back. You just, they could finally finish it. I mean, it's, it's, they, they finished <sighs> Andrew, it in the COVID. They could finish it. But they really did go back to it. They had the COVID matches that, yeah, you know, I guess those were not good because there was no crowd and right. Um, but yeah, we need one more at like WrestleMania. Sure. JT Pisani thought SummerSlam was good, but would have liked to see, at least one title change hands. Ask a, uh, asking a question because my wife noticed it, but can anyone explain why Riddle's finger and toenails were painted at SummerSlam? Is he going to be Ronda? Uh, is he going to be Ronda, Riddle's kid sister, when he comes back from injury? No, he just does it. He's a weird person, and it's fucking gross. And I don't like it. Never bring it up again. Rated R Pooper Star. Dominic Mysterio needs developmental badly. Dude is not built for high flying and cannot talk. Yeah. Will Triple H reassign him to NXT eventually, or is it too late? Well, they could do an injury angle. Right. I mean, the Judgment Day, Ripley's been beating him up for weeks. Yeah. Take him out and then throw him back in NXT where he belongs. In a few weeks, a few months. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is from one of our new patrons, Johnny Horniitis. Oh. With Triple H taking over, who do you think is most likely to see their push go away? Well, I think we've already seen Omos, because he wasn't at Raw. No. He, he just was- had a main event match. Right. But he wasn't being pushed to the moon anyway. No, I can but- see Lashley, because Lashley's not... Not great. Not great. No. Hopefully he loses. Hopefully. I mean, he's, Champa he's still- takes that title, actually <laughs> does something with it. Yeah. Uh, S. Thorne, considering how good Logan Paul and McAfee are made to look. Uh, well, you know, another one is is like Mandy Rose. That's an NXT. Yeah, but that's NXT. Right. I think he's more focused on Ron SmackDown first, you know? Right. Get those in a better place. More important, that's for sure. Yeah. S. Thorne, considering how good Logan Paul and McAfee are made to look, is, it's, uh, is that just setting up Judgment Day to be faces? What do, I don't know what Logan Paul and McAfee have to do with Judgment Day, though. Neither do I. Dominic keeps getting his ass beat, so clearly Ray must be a bad fodder. Fodder. Uh, if Dom is so badly trained, yeah. Uh, Pop Culture Junkie. First, after hearing SummerSlam... I'm sorry. First, after hearing Slamilton on the SummerSlam recap, uh, can we get... Uh, can we see what MJF has to say about his opinion? You fucking Mark! I mean, I think we were all Marks. Yeah. Uh, he says, remember when Eddie Guerrero had a thing for China? I think after being uh, leg scissored by Rhea, Dominic's new gimmick should be seducing Rhea Ripley as he morphs into his real daddy's legacy as the new Latino heat. That'd be great. Except Rhea goes full dominatrix on Dom and just beats the shit out of him. Every week. But young, naive, inexperienced Dominic thinks this is how sex works. Y- yes. I like That's it. true. Uh, the Rizzler, what a good show. They brought credibility back. Uh, to the USA title, Mustafa Ali, Champa, promos. I knew you were there live, but they even nailed the commercials, recaps, packages where it made sense. Yeah, yes. it's true. 
Andy Piccone, uh, do you think Triple H taking over changes the rumored plans for Cody at Mania? Uh, maybe. I but see, Triple H loves Dusty Rhodes. Mm-hmm. He loves that man. Yeah. So I'm sure he would love the story. He that- also wants to do his best for business. I mean, look. Three, two, one. <clears throat> Who's number 30? Wrestling has more than one. Royal family. My father said. Yes. My father said. My father said. He said. He said. Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Adrenaline in my soul. Something, something. Cody Rhodes. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. No, I mean, again, Triple H really loved Dusty Rhodes, man. Named a tournament after him. Right, right. Yeah, so I don't think so. I mean, the room these are rumors, right? Like this is what like we originally said when Cody got injured, like, well, he's injured, he's going to be out for a while. You know, even if he's ready to come back in November, don't. Yeah. Wait till January and, and don't tease it. Be number 30 or number 1 for the Rumble. Don't tease it. Don't play promos. Cody returns at the Rumble. Right. Don't need it. So I don't necessarily think any plans change for Cody. Right. Whatever these plans are. He talked about how he wants to win the championship that his father never won. I mean, that's a great story. Right. Carlos Ramirez pushed Fireberry things at every live show. The guy with all the belts. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) There is that guy. We saw him. Oh, my. How many belts did he have? We watched him for 15 minutes as he struggled to put on all of his belts. Yeah, they kept falling off. He kept putting them on his waist, and he'd get them all on his arms, and he'd go for the last one, (laughs) and the one on his waist would fucking fall off again. And he'd have to take them all off his arms. (laughs) He took over a whole table at the merch booth. He did. Trying to put on these fucking belts. Yeah. Jesus. The guy with all the belts. The guy who went to WrestleMania and the casual fans who don't do anything. Who's the guy that went to WrestleMania? I don't understand. They wear the I was there WrestleMania shirt. Oh. Oh. Um, Yeah. Fired the guy with all the belts. Yes, for sure. I don't understand what that. Do you have to buy two chairs? Because where do you put all those belts while you're yeah, sitting? I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, right. Like and he's there like alone. Hold him. <laughs> like, ugh. I just don't understand what that is. Neither do I. Don't I. Get what the no one's impressed. Like one belt, fine. Sure. You know, two belts because belt. Roman's the champ. Yeah. But but no, like it's, it's right. too much. It is. Oh crap! I got lost. Where am I? Oh, here we go. Uh, this is from the Undertaker. With the Forbidden Door potentially being opened, uh, Shield Triple Threat doesn't seem uh, that out of the cards, but who would y'all put in Seth's stable to counteract the bloodline with Sami Zayn and the Blackpool Combat Club? Huh? I don't get it. I'm confused. Who would you put in Seth's stable to counteract the bloodline with Sami Zayn and the Blackpool Combat Club? That's AEW. Well, he's saying the uh, like a match, like a tag oh. match. Oh, he, a shield I, triple threat. But no, I mean, yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know. So Seth and the Bloodline versus the Blackpool Combat no, 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 Club. No, no, Blackpool <coughs> Combat Club with Moxley. Yeah, the Bloodline with Roman, and who would Seth's team be? Oh, a, a triple threat. Okay, I got you now. Gargano and. 
Champa. <laughs> sure. That's not bad. And AJ Styles. Yeah. Uh, Paul, shouldn't have Seth been a little bit more upset about Becky's arm being destroyed rather than coming out laughing and smiling? He's That's like uh, Becky Lynch? What? <laughs> Who are you? Right. That's how he is now. They, they don't think, interact at all. Well, well, no. When they attacked him, if you go back and listen, you could actually hear Seth say, This is bullshit. Yeah. Uh, it says, also happy to report there was no 24-7 title on the show. Yep, that is correct. We synced it. We didn't sync it. We didn't uh, sync Rampage it. Rampage over the AEW having trios championships. Do you think WWE will counter no. them with creating more stables? Oh, yes. Well, yeah, we're already We're, we're getting there. More stables. And then Jonathan Ramos with Triple H in charge. Many got hopes for various changes, but what is the one change you absolutely want to happen? No more promos written by Big Bang Theory writers. Correct. Think Please that's and what thank I would you. Say. Push the right fucking people. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, all right. So this is not a fan question, but uh, one of our fans, Juvencio, who's been a like with us since like the beginning. Yeah. He messaged me. He said, "Hey, Andrew, uh, Nate Smite's birthday's coming up." And Who, we got him. Nate and his son yes. are the first father-son patron. Yes, duo. they are. Yes. Uh, yes. Second generation Patreon. Yeah. Wow. Uh, he said, Nate, Nate Smythe's birthday is coming up. And we got him a cameo from his most hated wrestler, Nick Gage. Any chance you get added to this week's podcast? So I do have a video. Uh, let's listen together. And this is Nick Gage. It's so bad. It's the man, the king, the god of this shit, Nick fucking Gage. And you know how I start this off. Shout out to all my MDK gang members around the world. Shout out to all my boys locked up in the cells, Eastern Block. Shout out to my hate club. Rest in peace, Big Nate Hatred. And rest in peace, my brother, Justice Payne. And I'm making this video for one of my day one gang members. I want to give a big MDK gang, 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 gang. Yeah, yeah. Gang. Well, first of all, gay. It sounds like he's saying gay yeah. every time he says gang. So when he says the gay, watch. Wait, hey, hold on. Gang, 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 gang. Also, why did he film this while on a boat in the middle of the ocean? Yeah, I don't think he's on a paddle boat. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, with it's all on the a canoe with all the. F- with all the fucking wind. And, and by the way, we're watching it. He has about 20 feet of headroom in this fucking iPhone <laughs> right. video. Yeah. He doesn't know how to hold a phone. Gang, gang, birthday shout out to my favorite gang member, Nate. He's so and gross. Nate, I want to start this off by saying thank you. Started for it 20 minutes gang the yeah. right way. <laughs> thank you. other people. Thank you for supporting me, Nick Gage, for all these years. Because let's keep it real, Nate. If it wasn't for you... Or the rest of the game, <laughs> I wouldn't be here right now. Well, as you know, Nate and I hates definitely him. would be doing my yeah. passion, and that's professional deathmatch wrestling. Professional so deathmatch wrestling. I want to wish There's you a happy professional birthday. Birthday. And I want to let all birthday. the haters out there. It says it like Josh. I want to wish you a happy birthday. Birthday. <laughs> and I want to let all the haters out there know. Yeah. If you fuck with Nate on his birthday, uh-huh. I'll put my ski mask on. What? I'll hunt each and every one of you and down. And I'll rob a bank. And make you apologize to Nate. Apologize. You know why? Because he's gang-affiliated, motherfucker. He's gang-affiliated. <laughs> so happy birthday, Nate. Shout out to Miguel for booking this. Yeah, and Miguel. And the next time you see me, Nate, you come up to me and say what's up. 
You already know what it is. It's MDK all fucking day. Yeah, right. That's wow, that was horrible. So horrible. Wow. Eric, I think you were going to give Nate a cameo ha- happy birthday wish right now, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah totally so was. Go ahead. Yeah, Nate, this is Eric Hamilton Hamilton, <laughs> and I want to give a shout out. I know you paid a lot of money for this, but I got to <laughs> holler at my boy, Andrew Pisano, <laughs> and, my, and my gang, 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 Josh, Josh Reese. <laughs> And, and Aaron Garcia and Uvencio and, and the guy who delivered my pizza. Yeah, I know it's your birthday. I'll get to you. And and the nice lady at the grocery store rung me up. But I want to say, Nate, you you need a happy birthday because if not, MDK all day. I'm gonna put my ski mask on birthday. and then I'll go rape his ass. Like I'm for a, real though. I'm gonna put my ski mask on and I'm gonna hide in the back seat of your car. I'm gonna fuck him in his ass and give him all the diseases in the whole world because I got them all. MDK. Birthday. Birthday. <laughs> Jesus. My God. Hey, so that's the show. All right, that's a good way to end it. So yeah. make sure you subscribe to our podcast as well as our other one, Hollywood Hogwash. We Correct. recap movies and all the latest TV shows. Uh, right now we're in Better Call Saul. Go check it out. Right. Um, we recapped uh, Thor a few weeks ago. Hollywood Hogwash. Go subscribe. Uh, you can also follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Wrong Wrestling. Uh-huh. Get a t-shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com. Definitely slash do that. What's Wrong With Wrestling. And most importantly, become a supporter of the show at Patreon.com slash What's Wrong With Wrestling. $5 a month gets you everything. Only weekly, five. Weekly AEW recaps. Countless brackets and classic episodes. We, we reviewed the 92 Rumble that Flair won. It was amazing. Go give it a try. $5 a month. Cancel anytime. Patreon.com slash What's Wrong With Wrestling. And we're out of here. MDK. MDK or WWW for life. Yeah. All day. All fucking day.
Josh, he's just a troll.